listening to the Seven Rivers Student Ministry Podcast, a ministry of Seven Rivers Church in Citrus County, Florida. Here at SRSM, we believe that all students are lovable through a relationship with Jesus. Visit our website at sevenrivers.org backslash students. Hey guys, this is Mikey Puckett with Seven Rivers Student Ministry. You're listening to episode four, With Us No Matter What. This story comes to us from Trisha Marble. She is a receptionist at our church, and she's also an assistant to some of the pastors here at our church. And she is one of the most enjoyable people to be around. If you come into the office and and you see her, she immediately welcomes you, and uh, you can't help but fill with joy when you see Trisha Marble. And she's always good for a good joke, to send you a good joke or a good meme uh, via email. Uh, oftentimes, when we come into the office, she lets us know that she has bought donuts for the whole staff and written us a sweet card. Uh, I would say, if I were to describe Trisha Marble in, in like one word, it'd be encourager. Uh, someone who builds people up and encourages them to be the best they can be at all times. And that's an incredible gift that she has, and, uh, and she's an incredible person. And so, so thankful for Trisha and her story. She's going to share in her story about a time in her life where she experienced suffering and, and she experienced uncertainty. And so right now, during this coronavirus outbreak, you know, you listening are experiencing uncertainty. You're experiencing this moment of you don't know what's going to happen in the future. And, and you have some side saying it's going to get way worse. You have some side saying it's not going to be bad at all. And, and you're stuck in this middle with two voices and, 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 you're questioning what, and, and you're questioning what's true and what's not true. And it's uncertain at what's going to happen. And so Trisha in the story talks about a moment like this in her life where she experienced that. And, and so I hope that you guys will be able to relate to this story and be encouraged by the story, uh, and I know you will because that's who Trisha is, and this is this is a beautiful um, story. And you know what's cool that she shares about in the story is that even in the midst of uncertainty, even in the midst of the unknown, even in the midst of the coronavirus outbreak, there's a promise to us, and God makes a promise, and and He has a promise for us. And Trisha talks about that promise, so I'm excited for you guys to hear her story, Trisha. We love you. You are brave and you are courageous to share your story publicly, to share your struggle publicly, to share about what you've been through and and what you're going through and what you've experienced. And to share God's truth is a brave and bold thing, especially in a time like this. So thank you so much. And and we love you. And here's Trisha's story.
Hi, my name is Trisha Marble, and you probably know me from the preschool or working in the church office, and I have been asked to share my story about a time when things just seemed really uncertain and when I know that God came through for me. And looking back, I would say I can remember the day and the month. It was January 24th of 2012. And I received a call in the morning. It was a Saturday morning and I received a call really early and I actually missed it because I didn't have my ringer on. Um, But when I called back, it was my husband and he was calling me from the emergency room telling me that he was there and he was in a lot of pain, thought he might have had a heart attack or something. And so I rushed to get ready and drop the boys off with friends. My boys at that time were probably about, um, I would say maybe 10 and 8, somewhere in that range. They were in 5th and 3rd grade. And so I rushed to drop them off with friends. And little did I know that when I did that, um, it wasn't going to be a quick and easy diagnosis. It was going to be months. And once I got to the hospital... Um, The doctors were running all these tests, trying to find out what was causing um, Peter's incredible pain. And, you know, for the next couple months, they really couldn't figure it out. They did all kinds of tests, like I said. They did surgeries. They took out, you know, my husband's appendix. They took out his gallbladder. All these things to try and find out what was causing the pain. And during this time, I was a preschool teacher, so I was trying to go to work. I was trying to get the boys to school. And I was trying to visit my husband in the hospital. And, you know, that was really overwhelming. And trying to see God's plan in it all. Because even during that time, Peter had to um, request a leave from work. So we didn't know you know, where the finances were going to come from. We were trying to keep the boys in school and uh, make sure, you know, that they had the foundation um, that they were going to need for education, but also just to have that biblical foundation that was laid into them and prayed over them. And so it was just um, a big time of uncertainty. Peter would come home from the hospital, Um, And then by the weekend, he would be back in the hospital. Um, They would do tests. They would send him home the following weekend. He would be home, and then he would go back again. And so it was just probably four or five months of in and out of the hospital, trying to figure out what was going on. And we were pretty blessed that during this time, Peter's uh, mom and dad came from Maine to stay with us and help. Um, And a lot of times people would ask, you know, why are you still going to work? How are you still able to do all of that that you're doing? And my response was, you know, God never promised us that we wouldn't have trouble. He did, however, promise us that he would be with us no matter what. And I, I clung to that. And A verse that kind of became our family verse was Jeremiah 29, 11. And it says, 
for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. And, you know, you could ask the boys and they would tell you that that is our family verse. And we just clung to that and clung to the fact that God was with us no matter what was going on. Even um, during uncertain times, we didn't know if Peter would have a job when he got better. We didn't know how long he was going to be sick. It was just... um, a big time of uncertainty, but God was faithful just like he always is. And it was during that time that really we discovered seven rivers was our church family. We'd always gone to church there. Um, but this was the time that they actually became family. Um, we had people reach out to us. People made us meals. Um, I was teaching preschool, and I can still remember some of the kids that were in my class vividly during this year. And, you know, they made cards for us. Their parents made cards. Um, I remember the kindergarten class at that time made cards for us. And it was just so sweet to be a part of the community and... That's one of the things that we are encouraged to do as believers is to be a part of the community, to be a part of the church, um, to reach out to others. And, you know, if you ask me now, um, one of the mottos that we kind of say is to be joy. And it's not easy when you're going through times of uncertainty, when you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow or the day after, but um, I would challenge you to remember that God is with us no matter what. He's in control. And to reach out and look around you to see who you could be um, joy to. Um, it doesn't have to be anything big, but reach out to somebody. Ask them how they're doing. Um, pray for them and tell them that you're praying for them. Because I can't tell you and emphasize enough how much of a blessing that was to us just to hear that people were praying for us um, and that we were loved. So I encourage you today to do that, to reach out to somebody, um, take your mind off of what we're going through and maybe focus on someone else. Um, But overall, remember that God is in control and that he loves you more than you can even know. Um, One of my favorite verses also says that he sings over you. And that just blows my mind that the creator of everything sings over me and he sings over you too. Thank you for listening. If you would like to hear more stories and follow our devotions, you can go to www.sevenrivers.org backslash by life or by death. You are loved and you matter.